When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. This is the happy hour. You guys know the happy hour? Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America. Yeah, I'll maybe I'll come for a couple. Here are your hosts, Nick Sainert. I want to know what it's like to commit a crime without having to spend time in jail. And Enrique Alvarez Cleary. C is for chunk. Brought to you by Empire Fence and Netting on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back. Happy Monday. It's the happy hour. 93.7 The Ticket. TheTicketFM.com. Nick Sainert and Rico. Hello, Rico. Hello. How was the weekend? It was fantastic. And how was the week? Fantastic. Awesome. Although, a word I said this earlier on, uh, on the, drive. Uh, the drive. If you're ever going to make a trip down to Kansas City and have yourself some barbecue... Don't smoke meat during the week. Yeah. Because you're going to make yourself feel bad. Yeah, so you you had a brisket and you had ribs. I, I made ribs and then I made a brisket okay. this this last week uh, on my smoker. And I thought I did a really good job. The ribs were delicious. The kids devoured them, destroyed mm-hmm. them. Ellie, big fan of ribs. Uh, I made some brisket. It wasn't the best. It looked good, but it was a little dry. Okay, yeah, I was gonna say it looked a little dry. It was a little dry. Had a good uh, ring around it though. It did. Very, very large smoke ring. That's because I left it on too long. A little dry. Okay. Uh, KJ loved it. He devoured it. Gotcha. Um, and then me and Rachel went to Kansas City for like a Saturday Sunday type trip. Yeah. And uh, we went to Q39, and I got their like barbecue platter thing with. Uh, I got two like two extra meats. So I put some two ribs on there, uh, some burnt ends, some brisket. Um, what else was there? There was something else. I can't even think of what it was. There's mac and cheese and some stuff on there. And um, yeah, made me feel. I know that it's an award-winning barbecue spot, but it made me feel bad because man, it was delicious. I, I bet it was. Um, did you go? Were the Royals in town this they weekend? They were not. They were gotcha. in town during the week, but that's right. Over the weekend, they Against were in the Reds Phil- and the Mets. They were in Philadelphia. When that's we were right. Down there. That's right. And their their seven game winning streak came to an end. As always, 402-464-5685, the Honda Lincoln Hotline and the Starter Heyman Text Line are both open for you guys the entire show today. As well I missed as the, you all so much. As well as the Starter Heyman Jewelers live video stream, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, and Allo Channel Nine Fifty One. We got a lot of things to hit on uh, over the course of this hour's show. We got a little Husker women's basketball action as they wrap it up in Greece. We got some MLB 
standings updates to to go through and to Yay. talk about run differentials and all that good stuff. Uh, we have a special teams battle to discuss regarding the yeah. Nebraska football team, so we'll talk about that. Didn't see that one coming. And just kind of whatever. Oh, oh, and conference realignment because I'm yeah. not sure Rico knows this, but I put a clip in the in the system. Oh, I don't because today is the day where Utah, Arizona. Oregon, all of the presidents and athletic directors are discussing the events that happened over the last couple of weeks and that they're mm. officially announcing their move to the Big 12 Conference. I'm sad. Or, or Big 10, for that matter. I am sad, not because of the conference realignment. I like the conference realignment to a certain degree. Um, I'm sad because Utah's not in the Big 10. That's it. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, you you were a big proponent of Utah to the Big Ten. I think that their brand of football would fit perfectly in the Big How, Ten. However, and well, I think that they're going to take over the Big Twelve, even though everybody's saying like, "Oh, mm-hmm. lowly old Utah." I'm like, no, they're they're the defending Pac-12 champions two times, two times in a row. Like yeah. that's no, they're gonna run. They are going to run the Big Twelve. That is my thought. Caboose eight six zero five says Rico was gone. Does that make you feel bad, Rico? No. All right. Like I said, I'm fine. I missed everybody, but if you they, didn't miss they me, didn't miss you. you didn't miss me, I whatever. All right, so once again, 402-464-5685, the Honda Lincoln Hotline, and the Starter Heyman text line. Okay, we got this perfectly here, and I, I should have included the audio so that people could hear the the call on, I believe it was the Cleveland Guardians TV broadcast yes. of the brawl between Tim Anderson and Jose Ramirez. Ridiculous. So previously in the game, Jose Ramirez, or I should say Tim Anderson, rather, had gotten warned by umpires to say, hey, stop the chippiness, stop the stop the talking, stop it, uh, stop chirping at Jose Ramirez, mm-hmm. right? And Jose Ramirez is, is somewhat of a beloved player throughout all of baseball. Um, he's, he's that traditional, like, franchise player, hasn't won a whole lot in Cleveland, um, if, if anything, right? He's, but he's a just, really good player on a bad team. He's just continued to stay there, and so... Uh, drumstick, calm down. We'll we'll switch over to the the football talk after a second here. <laughs> but with it, it was funny because Tim Anderson fully squares up to Jose Ramirez, and within two punches, Jose Ramirez drops Tim Anderson. So the clip that I saw was from like a White Sox fan account, and they're like, "Tim Anderson out here throwing haymakers." And I was like, "All right, cool. He's gonna connect on a few of these." It was the first time I saw it, and I'm watching, whiffs. and I'm like, "Dude, you're not hitting anything." And then all of a sudden, I see him get. Clocked right on the right side of his jaw. Mm-hmm. Well, left side of his jaw for him. Um, but a right hook by Jose Ramirez. Not even looking up. His head's still down. Just kind of throws it up there. Clocks him on the on the left side of his mouth. And his hands just stop. And he falls back. Slow motion. He, so he was he was out for a second. Yeah. He, he you know, realized he hit the ground and, like, <laughs> kind of went to get up. But he was out for a second. Jose caught him clean. Yeah. Shut the lights off in Tim Anderson's brain for a quick second. And uh, that's all she wrote. I don't. There, there's nothing else that you can even say about that. That's uh, Jose Ramirez wins that fight. That's not even baseball talk. This yeah. is like this is no. like UFC talk right now. It's like a little boxing corner. I for mean, he a, got a dropped. He got dropped. He got so, dropped almost as bad as Errol Spence did. Yeah, yeah, just quicker. Yeah, yeah, much just quicker. quicker. <laughs> um, and the best, like he I got said, dropped. Like the, Nate Diaz got dropped. The, the best part was that Tim Anderson somewhat initiated it by throwing his glove onto the onto the dirt. Oh, it wasn't somewhat, he and did. then completely squaring up with both of his arms up by his up by his chin like all right let's do this so jose ramirez said after the game that you know 
he, he slid in there and Tim Anderson kind of tagged him and then tagged him a second time kind of a little bit harder. Mm-hmm. And Jose got up and was like, hey, don't like, don't do that. We're not doing yeah. that right now. And then Tim took offense to it, whatever, yeah. threw the glove down. And Jose's like, all right, we're doing this. Tim's not happy. Tim was not happy. Uh, unnamed texture says Tim Anderson went for stamina with the kidney punch. Ramirez went Bud Crawford and ended it. Said night night. Exactly. So um, just an update on baseball standings, though, because we have to do this. Rico, we were just talking about Not last. the the Boone conversation on a, on a Yankees podcast where Aaron Boone gets pretty fired up. Yes, he does. Um, and I've started listening to it just because it's it's funny. And I only listen to that segment because it's funny mm-hmm. when Aaron Boone gets all mad. Um, Aaron, or I should say, the Yankees fifty eight and fifty four this year or this year twelve games back from the divisional lead, four and a half from the wild card. Yep, uh, it's fine. Let's check. Let's just check in on the NL Central. Why don't on- we? Honestly, though. Honestly, though, not that bad. There's a chance that they can mm. get into the wild card, still make the playoffs. That's true. But they need to fire Aaron Boone tonight. Before <laughs> That's <laughs> the, only, the, only, the only way they can make the playoffs because I don't understand any of the – also, whoever the third base coach is, get him out. Yeah. Get, so, who sends Giancarlo Stanton? That was he bad. Was, the dude wasn't running. That was real bad. He was slightly he was jogging, jogging, and he's watching the ball the whole time. And not not a single part of him thought, you know, maybe I'm not going to make it home. Stop watching the ball. All right. So, anyway. Um, Ridiculous. Notorious B.I.B., how about that? I actually missed Rico. Glad to have you back. Hey, thanks, Notorious B.I.B. Notorious B.I.B. Uh, NL Central update, just really quickly. The Cubs, a game and a half back in the NL Central behind the Brewers. They have surpassed the Reds. And they, if the season ended today, the Cubs would have a wild card spot. Good. For so them. it's a good thing they bought at the deadline. Good for them. And they're they should have sold. Here, I'll tell you this right now. Also, they have the fifth most, the fifth highest run differential this season. They're the only team in the a, or in the NL Central with a positive run differential at plus seventy five. Milwaukee the, leads the, the at NL negative eight. The NL Central's bad. I, I I don't say that. I'm not saying that they're in a good division. The NL Central is bad. In no division it's funny, it's should funny. you be able to be 58-54 and 54 and be second in your division. That's just funny because of, of how good the Cubs are, and they have the exact same record as the Yankees. Exactly. So, all right, let's uh, let's move on. Whatever. Let's uh, let's go first to college football realignment because, Rico. I missed it all. Y- you were gone last week, didn't get to give your thoughts. Um, first, I want to start with the, for, with a clip that we have in the folder. Uh, as th- the Arizona president Robbins, Doctor Robbins, mm-hmm. um, Bob Robbins, for, Doc Rob. for more for more context, uh, he kind of laid out what happened last Friday because you might remember that it seemed for a moment that the Pac-12 was going to stay together, that everybody was going to sign the Pac-12 media rights in, uh, agreement, and there was no there was no conference expansion or realignment going to happen like mm-hmm. we initially thought. Well, he got asked today about the, the events that transpired on Friday, and here's what he had to say. Yeah, I think at the end of the day, um, you know, look, we, we were, <laughs> I think we were all expecting Friday morning, we were showing up together to sign in blood uh, our grant of rights over to the, uh, to the Pac-12 conference. And, um, you know, we were notified, uh, by, I, I guess they must have split us up. I, I got called by one of the presidents and said, look, this is tough, but we, um, we came to an agreement with the Big Ten, uh, you know, 10 minutes ago, and I just want to give you a heads up before we, we get together uh, as presidents and chancellors that we'll be, we'll be taking our talents to the Big Ten. 
So oh, it's, yeah, it's the LeBron James, LeBron, LeBron James, James aspect of I'm taking my talents to uh, to the Big Ten. And he he meant by the he got a call from an Oregon and or Washington president Washington. ten ten minutes prior to the meeting where they were all commonly going to come together and sign the Pac-12 media rights deal. In blood. Once again, what we have found out once from from Doctor Robbins from Bob Robbins, the Arizona president, right there. Uh, in his press conference this morning, he kind of spilled what the agreements or the, the terms of the Apple TV deal was going to be, and it was going to be for $23 million per year per school and completely streaming, right? No no cable, connect, no, no cable capabilities, mm-hmm. if you will. And they didn't like that. Nobody liked that. Oregon didn't care for that. Utah certainly didn't like that, as they talked about in their in their uh, in their press conference earlier today. And Arizona didn't like it either. So that basically, although Oregon and Washington were were technically the straws that broke the camel's back, nobody was really a big fan of the whole idea of not being able to have it on cable and only streaming their college football games. It's ridiculous that the Pac-12 has fallen apart mm-hmm. um all not all based on their their lack of a tv deal their lack of a streaming deal whatever you want to call it but just to see this once historic conference be reduced to the four teams that it's reduced to stanford cal washington state oregon state is very sad to see now I fully expect them apparently they're getting an offer from the american yeah. athletic conference to join them which would be crazy because that's mostly East Coast teams, so that's a lot of flying for those teams. Um, but my expectation is for the Pac-4 to to join the Mountain West and, and form you know a new Pac-whatever, however many teams that's going to be, just because that would kind of... Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. complete the the mountain west western domination of of each of those states in that general area so it's kind of crazy and very sad to see the pac-12 fall apart like this but if you sit back and look you say oregon and washington are the straws that broke the camel's back you got to think colorado made their decision to leave before both of them and i understand that they're not a like a power broker in the pac-12 but if you look at it and they're just these teams are sitting back and was it utah Arizona, Arizona State also joining the Big 12. Mm-hmm. You sit back, you look, look, if Colorado can join a better conference that's, you know, yeah. more well well put together and more stable than the Pac-12, what's going to stop us from doing this? And you heard 
Oregon and Washington for the longest time after USC and UCLA joined the Big Ten or were announced to join the Big Ten, and then that whole thing fell apart and the Pac-12 looked to be on more stable ground, and then the whole TV deals with the SEC re-upping with ESPN and the Big Ten um, getting their massive deals for all of their schools, although there's something going on with Rutgers now. If there's an, if you read the athletic yeah. article um, and and see what's going on with with Rutgers, and maybe if these teams are are leaving conferences, maybe at some point conferences might kick teams out of their their um, conferences. We'll see what happens. I don't want to get into that right now, but um, the Pac-12 and their TV deal with Apple Plus, Apple TV, whatever it is, um, that is like a slap in the face to all of these teams that have done what they've done through the years to build their brands. You look at an Oregon State who was, what, 11-2 and two this last season, 10-2 and two this last season, mm-hmm. and they're still getting left out in well, the mud. Well, so here, I mean, and, and that's been the, the big thought overall from a lot of presidents and chancellors was that basically the, they wanted to join a conference that had more stability. Obviously the monetary side of it, but it, according to not only the Arizona president but also uh, the Utah, you know, administration they they believe that um this gave them more stability and a and a better chance to compete nationally and that's something that we had plenty of conversations last week rico where it's when you get down to crunch time and then you're talking about playoff spots and things like that the committee whoever's that whoever makes up the committee now then you know in the future is going to look at it as all right, what's this team's strength of schedule look like? Mm-hmm. And you're going to be able to have a much better case on in, in your favor if you are in the Big Ten or the SEC or even now the Big 12 rather than the Mountain West or the American. Well, I mean, you even look at it even without the strength of schedule. Like, obviously, strength of schedule is a massive part of it. But to me, what I believe is is how much these people on the committee, because you can say, they can say that they watch all these games and they, they pay attention to college football. But they don't. So you look at the teams that are on the East Coast and the Midwest, they're getting a lot more love than those those Western Conference teams, those those Pac-12, Mountain West. I don't think the WAC is a thing anymore, whatever. Um, but those teams don't get as much love because the, the people on this committee aren't staying up until midnight to watch an Oregon State even if they only have one loss. They're not staying up till. 10 o'clock to watch a Utah, even though their one loss came at the very first game of the season, and they've been destroying teams the west the rest of the way. They're not going to stay up to watch these teams. So even with a strength of schedule that's decent, these teams aren't going to get as much love or weren't getting as much love in the Pac-12 because nobody's staying up to watch them. And you got to think, no matter how much they want to say that it's not about the viewership and it's not about the money, it's about putting the best two teams out there, the best four teams out there, it's about money. People weren't going to – and look, TCU squeaked in. They got lucky that they squeaked in. But it's about who's going to watch these games and how much viewership they're going to draw. They weren't going to throw a Utah versus a Georgia out there because they didn't think they were going to get a lot of viewers. So in addition to to everything, um, George Kliakoff, the Pac-12 commissioner, well now Pac-4 commissioner, uh, he, he said this over a text message whether or not he planned to resign. And this comes, I mean, multiple, he, he's, he's texted this to multiple outlets. So he's just copy and pasted yep. basically the text message. This one comes uh, from on three. He says, quote, I'm loyal to a fault. And then in, I, I don't know anybody that uses parentheses and text messages, but George Kliakoff does. 
And he says, I'm loyal to a fault, and then in parentheses, and probably to my personal detriment, and parentheses, had plenty of chances to leave over the past two years when the breadth of challenges were already obvious and decided to stick it out and try to do the best I could. We still have a lot of work ahead of us to try and minimize the impact on the student-athletes, and I'm still committed to that. Once again, that's George Kliakoff, the Pac-12 commissioner, on whether or not he's uh, planning to resign or not. Now, what's interesting, I mean, you talk about viewership, I suppose. Um, Another thing to consider in all of this is when when you look at the media rights deal and how much they affect, you notice when you're watching a college game day or a Fox Big Noon kickoff, it's heavily focused on the schools and universities that of the games that they are broadcasting, mm-hmm. right? You don't hear a lot about the Big Ten outside of Ohio State and maybe Michigan on ESPN a whole lot because there's not a lot of Big Ten games going on ESPN. You hear a lot about SEC, right, because it's, that's, their, that's their baby, that's their bread and butter. And you hear a lot about the ACC with Clemson and Florida State as well. You don't hear a lot about the Big Ten. And then on vice versa, on Fox, you hear a lot of Big Ten because a lot of times there's Fox Big Noon kickoff featuring multiple Big Ten teams. Mm-hmm. And then also you hear about the Big 12, especially when it comes to Oklahoma and Texas prior to this last year or yeah, prior to next year. They're I not say. talking about a Tennessee LSU matchup like no. ESPN is. They might they might you know they might show they might show it. They might talk about it. They might pick it at you know in the last 15 minutes of the game. But they're not going to go in-depth on it. You're not going to hear. So, to Rico's point regarding an Oregon State team, hypothetically, they say, you know, let's say they have one loss, you know, somewhat close as we approach November. You might not know about it. Why? Because if you don't have an Apple TV subscription, you have to be listening to one of the major networks in a very small time frame and a very specific moment to even know about Oregon State in-depth. And so if you're not if you're just a casual football fan, which a lot of the general population is, you're not going to know a whole lot about the Pac-12 or in this case now the Pac-4. I mean, Oregon State with one loss is barely in the top 25. Unfortunately, even though they're a as it stands right now, hey, come on now, power don't, don't five dis, team. Don't I'm, disrespect no, I'm my man Jonathan I'm Smith. Not, I'm not going to disrespect generic name coach at Oregon State. John Smith. <laughs> I'm not going to disrespect him, but I am just saying a one-loss Oregon State team is barely in the top 25 because, again, nobody's paying attention to the Pac-12 as even if they're a power five currently uh, conference. Don't forget, DJ Uyunglele is out there. Yeah, we'll see He's how in it goes. Corvallis now. We'll see how it goes. Um, and how about that move? The guy moves from Clemson, where he's fighting for the starting job. Probably was going to lose it this next year. Was definitely going to lose. Was it. probably going to lose it this next year to to I believe Cade Klubnick is the is the next quarterback in line for for the Clemson Tigers. Sure, that sounds and right. And then now he moves to Oregon State, where he you know he's going to play in the Pac-12. It's a different shade of but orange. What a wild, wild couple of hey, times. He's only there for one year, so he's good. He's there for the final year of the Pac-12, and then yeah. he's gone. Yeah. So, although all of these moves are just for football, and we can get into that in the next segment, all of these moves are just football, and you've seen multiple student athletes in other sports talking about how these moves are going to affect them and their travel, and how none of the student athletes outside of football and men's basketball were thought of when these moves were thought of. Because I understand, and again, you know, people will probably mm-hmm. say whatever. 
football and basketball are the money-making sports. Yeah, whatever. You still have to consider what's going to happen with these student-athletes, how much the travel is going to affect them. Because if you've got an Oregon team traveling to Penn State and in, in for, I don't know, baseball or whatever – and they've got you know two games over over the weekend, and they've got to play at Penn State and then Ohio State, and then whenever they get back, they're gonna have to go to classes the next day, but they're not getting back until four six a.m. Mm-hmm. You got like three hours of sleep. You got to go back to class. Like it's not. I, I will say it's not this, great. It's not okay. So it's not good. Um, th- you know, understanding travel conditions and and the way that maybe some student athletes have traveled uh, in years past. You hope that with additional TV money and additional uh, donations when when even more eyes are, are on your product. Also, if you're winning, that certainly helps. You would hope that maybe some of that, some more of those funds get sprinkled down to the the non-revenue sports. I, right? You would hope so. You would hope so. So how many private jets can one university actually have? Well, okay. So and I think another thing, though, when you talk about scheduling, it depends how divisions play out. Mm-hmm. It depends if, um, I mean, because you have to. Obviously, they're not going to get rid of the Big Ten like basketball tournament. But okay, so football, for example, if you have four, six, if this, if the league eventually goes to twenty, twenty or twenty-four teams, you break that off into into those pods where it helps a little bit, bit more ge- geographically. I would also say for a sport like baseball or a sport like softball, where it's a a cold weather sport for the first couple of months of the season, there are ways to provide a product um a quality product that maybe get a little more eyeballs onto onto your 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 sports right big 10 has struggled in baseball for a very long time they don't make the commitment to it well now you bring in a guy in tony patiti as the big 10 commissioner who formerly worked for mlb network and has been involved in the mlb front office and you hope all right maybe you start to give a little more of a focus on a sport like baseball or some of those lesser sports. Cause same can be said for other ones, but those now, 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 no well now in March, Nebraska could travel out to Eugene or Nebraska could travel out to UCLA or USC and they could play a, a, a four game series that once again is not only just in conference, but it's also in warmer climates, right? Where maybe you, have a little more eyeballs on it because it's a conference match. You're still going to have the trips where Nebraska travels down to Texas and plays in the Rangers Stadium. You're still going to have it where they go down to Frisco. You're still going to have those preseason tournaments. Where they go up to Minneapolis. But this also provides an opportunity to maybe have some more some earlier non-conference games and maybe rope some some casual fans into the product a little sooner than than wait until April or even early May. So, all right, 402-464-5685, the Honda Lincoln Hotline and the Sarder Heyman text line are both open for you guys to to contribute to the show. You guys have been pretty good so far. Uh, you can also join us on the Sarder Heyman Jewelers live video stream, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and uh, Twitter, also known as X, if you're uh, going off of the new stuff, and then Allo Channel 951 as well we'll be right back we got more to talk about the husker women's basketball team we're going to start with this right (laughs) out of the break um they play they're they're wrapping up their trips in greece right now and they demolished crete not crete high school but crete so we might we'll, we'll we'll just run through some of the numbers 
for the Husker women's basketball team uh, in their game against uh, Crete in Greece. Might have been better off playing against Crete High School for that matter. We'll tell you all about it coming up next on the Happy Hour. Follow Nick and Enrique on Twitter at Nick underscore Sainert and at Radio Rico AC. More of Happy Hour is next on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.